This podcast was made with support of Listen Lanarkshire for the Listen Lanarkshire podcast feed. Hello and welcome to Spin and Talk. Now this may only be my second episode, but I'm going to be adding a little twist to Spin and Talk, um, just to you know give you a heads up, I guess. Now um, I'm going to have a little. Um, kind of sub-podcast for whenever I want to talk about something specific, and it's called Rigging the Wheel. Now, uh, you'll know if it's a Rigging the Wheel, because I'll probably put it in the title and I'll I'll change the uh, logo on the uh, description. And so in Rigging the Wheel, I don't spin a wheel, I just talk about what I want to, like, you know, a kind of regular podcast. And today... I am going to be talking about Doctor Who. Um, I mentioned last episode that I really like Doctor Who, and so I am uh, I'm going to review a Doctor Who episode. And by that, I'm going to tell you about it, tell you the plot, and tell you how good it is. And so, yeah, um, I've just, you know, I've been looking through, re-watching Doctor Who episodes, seeing which one, you know, I really like or really hate, and then tell you about that. Um, and I have found um, one. It's uh, called The Unicorn and the Wasp. Now, this episode was in season four, when uh, David Tennant was playing the Doctor, and when uh, Catherine Tate was the, you know, like, companion. And in this episode, it's actually an Agatha Christie episode. So, the, um, you know, the TARDIS and, you know, the Doctor and Donna Noble, that's Catherine Tate's character's name. And they go back in time to like the 1920s, I think, when Agatha Christie was alive. And, you know, they find out that it's the day before Agatha Christie disappears. Right. This is true. Agatha Christie disappeared for a couple of days and then she just reappeared at a hotel and no one knows what happened to her. Um, in those days. And so this is kind of Doctor Who spin on it, like, oh, this is what happened, you know? And, well, it's a very interesting, you know, watch because it it plays out like a murder mystery. I mean, it's a murder mystery with Agatha Christie. And, um, yeah, basically they find out that the murderer is a big wasp. Yeah, and it can shapeshift into human form. So that, and then they have to figure out who, which of the characters is, you know, the shape-shifting wasp. Because, you know, of course, a murder mystery needs to have interesting characters involved. And um, the, the episode's called The Unicorn and the Wasp, so we've got the wasp. But what about the unicorn? The unicorn is a, a thief, right? And she is, or he, it's a she, but let's just say he uh, for now. Um, they, how about that? They are at the, you know, the manor which all the guests are staying at. And, um, well, they are a thief and they have stolen someone's um, sapphire necklace. So that's, that's a little subplot as well that, you know, converges into the main plot at the end. When the Doctor is giving his, you know, big... When the Doctor has his Poirot moment, actually, you know? And so, yeah, let, let me just tell you, um, you know, chronologically about the story. So they arrive, right? Uh, Donna and the Doctor, they arrive, and they are greeted 
by um, the owner of the you know house, uh, Mrs. Carlyle, I believe her name is. I can't. I really can't remember her name actually. Uh, I'm just going to guess it's Carlyle. <laughs> um, and yes, so um, she's you know introduces them to the rest of the guests. There is um, you know this uh, girl from London. There is this vicar. Um, and there's these two characters who are obviously gay, but it's the 1920s, so, you know, there's like, you know, yeah, no, we're not gay. Uh, and, yeah, and then there's also um, Mrs. Carlyle, I don't know even, I really don't know their name, sorry. Um, Mrs. Carlyle uh, introduces Mr. Carlyle as well, who is bound to a wheelchair. And then out comes Agatha Christie, right? <laughs> you know, like, and they're like, whoa, the real Agatha Christie. So, yeah. And um, and then um, the maid um, basically goes to fetch the other guests. And, and, and then a, a minute later, she runs out of the house saying, there's been a murder. Um, and they go in and Professor Peach was killed in the library with the lead piping. I'm not even kidding. Professor Peach in the library with the in the library with the red lead. Wow, I <laughs> okay. So let me try that again. Professor Peach library lead piping. There we go. It's Cluedo. It's a it's a reference to Cluedo. Yeah, and so um, the Doctor finds this weird goo, and he figures out oh this goo is left behind when people shapeshift. Like because of course people would leave behind goo when they shapeshift. It's obvious, really. Um, and yeah, so like they're trying to figure out who's murdered this guy. And so they round, round up everyone, Agatha Christie and the doctor, and they interrogate them. Uh, and so, yeah, they find out things, you know, interrogation things. And this, um, this, what's it called? That's a very comedic, like very like, um, Mrs. Carlyle in, you know, one of the flashback scenes when she's being interrogated, says, well, I was just having my, um, you know, breakfast tea. And then it um, cuts to her um, drink, like putting away the tea and, you know, having a swig from a, you know, like a, a canister of alcohol. And, and yeah, she just quickly puts it away. Uh, and so, yeah, obviously these people are not to be trusted. But, you know, who's the murderer? We still don't know. Um, and so, yeah, then, right, um, Donna goes into a room and finds, you know, that's been uh, locked off, right? Because Mrs. Carlyle came back from India, I believe, with malaria. And so she was locked in that room for nine months and no one has been in there since. And so, but Donna goes in and is attacked by the big wasp. And, and when she tells the doctor and Agatha Christie, of course, they don't believe her until she shows the big sting the big stinger that was lo that you know the wasp lodged in the door, and they immediately believe her, and you know but the wasp has you know flown away without its stinger, so yeah it's gotten away again, and and then um, the maid who is just walking around, um, gets crushed by a gargoyle and killed, and before she dies this is important she says the poor child. So, yeah, there's a child involved now. Like, what child? No idea. Uh, at least right now. And so they all have dinner. They all have 
evening dinner, right? Still with a murderer, because they, you know, they're like, oh yeah, let's just have dinner together with a murderer. So yeah, that was a bit stupid, but the doctor does something pretty clever. He um, laces all of the people's soup with pepper, um, and pepper is used as a, you know, like antipest, like a pesticide, I think, something like that. And so he's like, okay, since it's used as a pesticide, now we'll know who the the wasp is. But then the lights go out, right? And everyone starts running about, and the wasp reveals itself. And since the lights are out, and everyone's going everywhere, you don't have you don't have a clue who it is, right? And so, you know, so they run away, uh, or at least Agatha Christie, Donna the Doctor, and a butler, right? They run out, um, you know like, out, out of the dining room and just hide, right? Then they uh, come, they, they come back in, and, you know, that is when they discover that the sapphire necklace has been stolen from Miss Carlyle. That's when the stealing happened. And then, um, they then, after they notice this, they notice the body on the table in the soup, and it's, um, you know, one of the gay guys. Uh, so, yeah, he's just slumped down face first in his soup dead with a knife in his back right and if i was a wasp i would stab a knife i would put a knife in his back i would sting him but okay you know you want to use a knife you use a knife and so yeah agatha christie starts to doubt herself saying that she isn't you know she isn't this big you know amazing you know mystery you know solver like everyone thinks she is but the doctor gives her an encouraging pep talk and it cuts to the big Poirot moment. This is the moment where everyone's gathered up and, you know, they're all, you know, all the mysteries will be revealed. And so the doctor deduces that the, the girl from London is um, actually not the person she says she is, right? And she's actually the unicorn. And then she drops her British accent for a Cockney accent. And yes, so she, oh yes, it was me, I am the unicorn. And yeah, and then she, you know, gives the doctor the sapphire necklace that she's stolen. And then also um, it's revealed that the guy, you know, the guy in the wheelchair, Mr. Carlyle, um, wasn't, didn't need a wheelchair. And he just gets up and he's like, oh, you've rumbled me. But the, the thing is, he didn't even need to be questioned at all. Agatha Christie just said his name and he got, you know, Spook, too. He's like, okay, fine, I confess everything. And Agatha Christie didn't know any of this. She's like, oh, sorry, I didn't know that. Thought you were innocent. Moving on. <laughs> and um, they figure out that actually, um, what's it called, Mrs. Carlyle, wasn't, um, you know, didn't have malaria when she came back from India. She actually had a child. And, you know, she was staying in the room for 14 no, no, not forty. Sorry, she was staying in the room for um, nine months because, well, that's how long it takes to have a baby. And so, yeah, then she sends it to an orphanage, and uh, and that was forty years ago, forty years precisely, right? And it just so turns out that the vicar, right, is forty years old. And also, um, you know, from dialogue he said earlier, to, you know, the, the doctor figures out that, you know. He came from an orphanage and it, it all just comes together and then everyone realizes it's the vicar. The vicar's the big wasp. 
and and so and the, the reason he's been killing people like it's an Agatha Christie novel is because the necklace that the woman was wearing is a it it communicates thoughts and the girl was thinking about Agatha Christie because she's a big you know Agatha Christie fanatic and beamed the murders of you know Agatha, in Agatha Christie's book right into the guy's head and so that's and he went a bit insane <laughs> and so yeah, then, like, the vicar absolutely loses it, turns wasp form, and he's like, okay, I'll just kill you all. <laughs> because I'm not going to go by this, you know, oh, I'll kill you one at a time thing anymore. I'm going to kill you all right now, because I I can do that. But then Agatha Christie lures him away from the house by threatening to destroy the sapphire diamond, and she drives away to a lake, and the doctor and Donna are chasing, you know, you know, the car as well, and so is the big wasp. And so they get to the lake, and Agatha Christie threatens to throw, uh, like, I don't know, actually, she just, she's just standing at the lake. No, I, 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 to be honest, I don't know why Agatha Christie is at the lake. She's literally just standing at the lake. I can't remember why she's standing at a lake. Really, I can't. But um, she's just standing at the lake, and then Donna grabs the necklace and throws it into the um what's it called the the lake and the big wasp dives for it and drowns yeah but but um as he's drowning agatha christie collapses to the floor and starts to die because she accidentally you know when she was holding on to the necklace she accidentally linked herself with the the wasp because you know it's you know psychic stuff i don't know and and so then, but at the very end, the wasp lets go of what's it called, the telepathic link, and, you know, spares Agatha Christie's life. And But because of this, Agatha Christie gets basically dementia, forgets everything that happened that day, and so forgets about the doctor and, you know, the murder there. And, you know, just, you know, they drop her off at the hotel where she was found and just go on their merry way. And so, yeah, it's a very good and funny episode um but um the best thing about it is one of the best things because it's an amazing episode is that they hide agatha christie references throughout the entire tv show and not the entire tv show through the entire episode it's like like they keep on saying stuff like oh cards on the table woman and one of her books is cards on the table uh the doctor at one point gets poisoned by with um sparkling cyanide which is one of her books um, you know, the Doctor himself is the man in the brown suit, which is another Agatha Christie book. There's just, you know, it's basically a, just a love letter to Agatha Christie. And at the end of the, what's it called, episode, the Doctor reveals to Donna that one of Agatha, like Agatha Christie is the most selling author in the universe. <laughs> so, yeah. So, like, Agatha Christie... Is the most selling off is the most you know sold author in the universe, most famous author in the universe. Thanks, Doctor Who, for telling me that. Didn't know that. <laughs> and so yeah, that is uh, just wanted to you know try something new, try something kind kind of scripted. Um. So yeah, that's been a Doctor Who review on the Unicorn and the Wasp. Um. I will hopefully do more things like this. Probably do more Doctor Who reviews. You know, because I really like Doctor Who. And so, yeah, um, I guess I'll, you know, see you all. No, not see you all. 
uh, you will listen to me in the next episode because I have no idea, you know, what you are doing or anything. It's a, it's really a one-way system, isn't it? Right? Like, I just give you all the information. You can't really give any input to me, can you? But now I'm going on a tangent. Okay, see you later. Or, like, I can't even see. Okay, let me just stop going on tangents and end it right here. Goodbye. <laughs>